Hello and welcome to Heart Awakenings, channeling with Amrita. My name is Amrita, and for the next hour, we're going to be sharing with you about stepping into love. So my journey, which includes starting to channel in 1987 at the Harmonic Convergence, the original one, and continuing to channel Amaretha ever since. But also, I've been on my own journey of personal growth, spiritual development, awakening for much of my life, which has been long. Um, We're talking 40 plus years of this. And it's ongoing, it's continuing, it's not something that I did in the past, it's something that I continue with. And very early on in my development, I had many opportunities to learn about stepping into love from various states of consciousness, various states of being, whatever, and... Stepping into love, being able to step into love, to me, what that means is is that from any state, from any emotion, from any thought pattern, from any experience, we're able to step into love from that. One of the hardest places to step into love for me was in what people describe, what I would describe as third chakra consciousness. When I was really angry, about something, and I felt very justified in my anger. It was usually something personal that I was angry about, I was upset, and there was a strong sensation in my solar plexus, and my mind was filled with lots of reasons why my stance, my my position, my right to anger was correct. And in some cases it actually was, but my choice was to abide in the anger. It was an unconscious choice at the time. And through meditation practice and spiritual practices and a willingness to look at myself in my personal growth process, my willingness to face the unfaceable within myself and persist and going for truth rather than my own perspective, my own point of view, doing that over and over and over again over the years, I have gotten to a place where I am able to step into love from a place of righteous anger or from a place of fear. When I become aware that I'm feeling fear and wanting to act from it, I can step into love and choose my actions based on what the fear is informing me of. Is this a fear that's real? Is there a bus about to hit me? Or is this fear from the past, a a fear of something that happening again that has happened in the past? Is there any actual danger right now? I can notice all of those things while I'm feeling the fear when I step into love which embraces the experience, a love that embraces the experience of love, embraces the whole being that I am, and also carries an awareness that love is present, even in the midst of the fear, 
even in the midst of the anger. Stepping into love also includes, for me, stretching in the direction of when I see someone and think maybe I can help them with something or I think to offer them something, or even if it's just a look or a smile, and I choose to turn away instead because my head is filled with thoughts or I'm trying to plan out if I'm on my way to the grocery store and I'm, I'm walking to the grocery store and I'm planning what I'm going to buy, thinking about that, thinking about my list. Stepping into love for me means being willing to connect with people even if it's for a moment with an eye glance or a smile and a smile. Um to, to take a moment to um, engage with whoever I run into with a, a, a kindness uh, rather than a distractedness. To me, that's about stepping into love because stepping into love, it, it carries a sense of action for me. There's some action to be taken from a place of love, whether that action is uh, being present with my experience, as I mentioned before, the examples of of fear and love. It's also true when there's pain and heartbreak. In the midst of that, we can step into love. People call it loving ourselves. So when we're experiencing a sense of loss or heartbreak or grief or even a sense of betrayal, we can step into love from that place and choose not to act from a reaction, for example. We can step into love and refrain from taking action until we can act from our love. That's one of the things that I've also learned how to do and practiced many, 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 many times. And this is not easy. This is not at all easy. There's a kind of a drive to do something. If we're feeling upset or betrayed or angry or afraid or in pain, if we're having those kinds of human experiences, uh, and the flip side of that is if we're experiencing depression and we're moved to inaction when action is called for, this is not stepping into love. It's very hard to love oneself when one is depressed. Very, very difficult because the depression is tied to an experience of not love. There's something going on that feels like not love, that is, that is not love to us. And that's our experience. And one of the things that I've been able to do when I've been struggling with depression in the past is even if I can't step into love within myself, sometimes stepping into love from, from depression or apathy or a feeling of stuckness can be a willingness to be open to another person, somebody who loves us, someone who cares about us, and to be open to them instead of dismiss them. We can choose that. I've been able to choose that when I haven't been able to choose love for myself. I've been able to at least be open or willing to be loved by someone else, to be appreciated, cared for, um, shown kindness by another person. And in receiving that love, there's a little bit more of a chance that I can find the love within myself to step into. 
Stepping into love. Another thing I like about this phrase of stepping into love is that I am feeling, sensing in myself and in the collective that it, this time, and also channeled messages are also indicating that this now is a time for us to, more than ever before, walk our talk. To step into being the love that we know that we are. That we know also that we don't always act like we are. To step into that. To be true to ourselves as the vast, limitless, unconditional love that we actually are. To be true to the love. To step into that. And to walk our talk. To take actions to speak and also to generate an energy field around us of love as we go through our day so that others may, if they wish and if they can, partake of that love and even reciprocate it. For to be, to step into love, to step into the love that we are as beings being human, being other-dimensional, when we step into the love that we are, then there is a flow of love between us and others. And there's an openness to receiving as well as giving. One of the things that Amaretha teaches is that while humans do, we do as humans experience uh, an imbalance in giving and taking. Some people feel like they give, 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 and they aren't able to take. And others are taking, 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 and they don't really want to give anything to anybody else. And they feel that they, they're not giving, they're just, they're, they're just receiving. Um, this is a perception, but it's an inaccurate and skewed perception. Amaretha says that we can no more give more than than we take or take more than we give than we can inhale more than we exhale or exhale more than we inhale. It's like the breath. We breathe in, we breathe out. We breathe in, we breathe out. And it's not possible to only breathe out. It's not possible to only breathe in. We have to do both in order to keep breathing. And that's how the flow of love works also. There's love flowing in and love flowing out. Flowing into us and flowing out from us as us. And it's happening in both directions, unlike the breath. It's happening both directions in every moment. At the same time, moment by moment by moment by moment, love is flowing in a giving and in taking a receiving direction in every moment. When we have our attention focused on either the inflow or the outflow and not the rest, then that perception, our perception becomes that we give, give, give and cannot take. And working on receiving, this is something people who are overgiving and often people whose lives are devoted to service, if we, we, as I'm one of them, uh, forget to include ourselves. I am another is one of my um, go-tos 
to in remembering to include myself in my being of service to others. I'm also in service to myself as another. And those who are in service to others eventually find out that they must include themselves. Burnout happens. And the way to avoid burnout is to also take care of oneself so that we can, we can do what we need to do for ourselves to, to have our heart be full. And then that, from that fullness, we can let the love overflow, the giving overflow from a full heart to others, which is actually more valuable and more effective than draining the cup of our love, so to speak. So, stepping into love, so, oh yes, so the um, people who are working on receiving, working on being able to receive more, the way I see it is that it's, that really when we're doing that, we're, we're working on being able to perceive what is already coming in. It's not like we're blocking it out. It may feel like that. But we're shifting our perception to be more in alignment with what's accurate so that we can actually experience the receiving of the love instead of it happening in an unconscious way. And, and in a way that we can't really validate for ourselves or access even sometimes. The blockage to the love that we're receiving is not to the love. The blockage is within ourselves in perceiving it and noticing it, because it is already occurring. And the more we open to receive, the more we practice allowing others to give to us without having to give back, the more that we practice to receive, the more we are bringing our perception into balance uh, in the in and out and in and out and in and out flow of love through our being that's happening in every moment. In and out, happening right now in each moment. Love is flowing in to you. Love is flowing out from you as you. This is occurring. And when we step into love, we are allowing our perception of the flow of love in and out to be more accurate and to include both. Ah, so... Those are some of the things I have to say about stepping into love. It's not easy, like a lot of things that people say, oh yeah, just do this. It's not an easy thing. It's very difficult and it's very rewarding. That's another thing I want to share about stepping into love. Taking the risk, allowing the shift from identifying with whatever's going on in a mental or emotional turmoil or whatever's going on in the body, shifting our awareness to love itself and to ourselves as that love. To our core, our center, our heart. And simply allowing our attention to be on that love. Not as a denial of our experience of not love, because that's very real to us as humans. But to include it in our perception, along with our perception of love, to step into love is to allow love to be that acceptance 
the unconditional love, the limitless love that we are, is in acceptance. And when we step into love and step into ourselves in this way, we can notice that we are that love and that whatever human experience we're having, which is very real to us, there's an acceptance of that experience happening. And from there, there's an ability to, if something needs to be done about it, to do something about it, to take action from a place of loving ourselves. So, for example, I have come to understand that allowing someone else to be abusive to me is an, is, is me not loving myself. It's an act of self-love to not allow someone else to be abusive to me. And that may mean simply refusing their communication or it may mean distancing myself from them in some way. And it may be choosing not to have that person in my life if they persist in being abusive. If I stay, if I try to engage with them, if I... um uh, try to, if I make excuses for their behavior and accept the abuse, that's not me loving myself. And I'm also coming to believe that it's actually not a loving act for the abuser as well to put up with the abuse. It's more loving to give them an opportunity to perceive the, the consequences, the results of their behavior, the effects of their behavior on other people. So, stepping into love, this, this being an action, the stepping into love, it's also a choice. It's a conscious choice when it's an action. There's a conscious choice to step into love. Even when we don't know what that means, we can step into love with that intention, not knowing what that means, and be open to the experience of what that might be of what that could be for us. And the love I'm speaking of, that we're stepping into, is not the romantic love of, oh, you're the only one in my life, or the love of soulmates or twin flames or any of that. I'm talking about the love that is the the essence of life, the love that is, as Amaretha says, the building block, the very stuff of which this universe is made, says Amaretha. That is the love. This, it's some call it divine love. Um, and to me, there's that, that quality to it, but it's also very real humanly expressed love in the form of kindness, in the form of forgiveness, true forgiveness, not forced forgiveness, in the form of Empathy, sympathy, in the form of acceptance, accepting someone as they are, rather than how we think they should be, or rather than uh, thinking that they should be like us, Um, but to accept someone as they are, that kind of love, the kind of love that's unconditional, that many parents have for their children in a natural way, and the kind of love that dogs have that they share, it's unconditional. And any action that comes from this love is an inspiration to all of us to step into love, to take action from the love that we are. It's a reminder. 
And when we act from our love, we're reminding each other of that love that we are. Ah, so stepping into love. So it's my choice now to step into love by allowing Amaritha and Aurelia to speak through me. I'm a conscious channel. I've been channeling Amaritha since 1987. And Aurelia joined us exactly 20 years later in 2007. And extraterrestrial shamanism was born. It came into being at that, in that, at that same time. And, uh, so I, I'm a conscious channel. I go into my heart. I let go. And I allow Amaritha to speak through me. I allow Aurelia to speak through me and utilize my voice and my body and my consciousness and my awareness and my knowledge to deliver their messages to us humans. And I'm just in a state of surrendered bliss while I allow Amaritha and Aurelia to come through. And, but, and I'm conscious while that's happening. I'm aware of what is being said through me. All right. So here is Amaritha. And so I do greet you all with great joy, most wonderful. And so it is indeed as if I am Amaritha, extraterrestrial one. And I am here to assist human ones and human race in coming into full conscious awareness of all things at all times. This state you call enlightenment. And to bring message of universal love to as many human ones as possible. Universal love is all that is, and all that is is such. And you, as individual to one, you are all that is. You are all that is. And each individuated one is that one consciousness that is the love. This is a paradox, you understand. In each moment, simultaneously, there is one and many And you as individuated one, having chosen not from your mind but from your being to incarnate as human one, you are expressing self, your limitless self, as this limited human one. Like, it is like your creative expression of self, your body, your human body, your emotions, your mind, your mental belief system structure, your personality, etc., etc. These are all your expressions of self. And these expressions are on this plane, this 3D plane of existence. It is a physical existence for you. All of these, your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, your energetic bodies, these are all limited in nature. And you as human one, you come to be identified with this limited form of self-expression. You come to think of it as you, and you forget about the vast infinite Nature of your very self. And then you forget that you forgot, many of you. And in the remembering of your true nature, there is a remembering and a forgetting and a remembering and a forgetting over and over and over again. 
And this is the awakening process for human wants. You are awakening to the truth of your nature, which is the limitless love. And it is for you to continue to remember, forget, remember, forget again and again until you can remember to remember moment by moment by moment by moment the love that you are. And to do so in the midst of your human aspirance. This is the awakening of fifth dimensional consciousness. To bring your awareness of the unity of consciousness. That you are co-creator with source. That you are operating as your higher self and so forth and so on. These aspects of fifth dimensional consciousness, it is for you to embody them in this 3D world for you. To embody fifth dimensional consciousness as human one. To bring awareness of other dimensions of experience while being in acceptance of and navigating from and through and as 3D human ones. And so it is the awakening of your very consciousness and the grounding of such, the integrating of such with your own humanness that is the task before awakening ones at this time. To embody such is to, as being shared here, Stepping, it is to step into the love that you are, to step into this, to have each movement forward for you in your life as human one, be a movement that arises from your awareness, arises from your consciousness. Your consciousness, your awareness and consciousness of fifth dimensional reality. To bring this to your human experience moment by moment by moment by moment is for you to step into love as human one most wonderful. And so, it is for me to introduce at this time Aurelia. And so, a moment please. Oh, dear ones, oh, the flow of love through your being, it is of a sweetness, and this sweetness increases as you are sprinting the sharingness of such. And so when you offer love through your heart to another, and they are in conscious reception of such. There is an increase of the flow of love. Not only between you and the other, but also within you. Similarly, when you open your heart to another and allow the love that is pouring through them to you, allow reception of such. You are indeed not only contributing to an increase of awareness of love in yourself, but also in that other one through whom this love is flowing. 
And this love, it flows through and also originates from each individuated one. For you are that very love. And the extent to which you are aware of self as love is the extent to which you can in conscious fashion share yourself as love. Share that love as yourself. And it is for you, dear ones, to be open to discovering new ways to express your beingness as that love, to express love as yourself to other ones, to otherness. And this includes planet, you understand. Your love for Gaia, her love for you when you are communing and your love, the love that is between yourself and the planet, you are contributing to and increasing the infinitude of the love that is abiding with the planet that is flowing through her to you, that is flowing from her to you, flowing through you to her, flowing from you to her. And this exchange of love between you and planet, this increases the field of love around entire planet, you understand. And so, dear ones, it is for you to endeavor to taste of the sweetness of the love that is shared that pours forth from you as you, that pours into you from otherness that is also the same as you. It is the same love. It is not different or separate. This love is of a oneness, and each one of you is of this love this oneness of the limitlessness of unconditional universal love. This is your very self, and it is the very selves of each and every other one. Most wonderful. Thank you. This is Amrita again. Thank you, Amaritha and Aurelia. I never know what they're going to say through me. I partake of it even as you do. And it always is of illumination for me. I'm reminded of things and I'm offered new perspectives simply by how they're speaking about things comes through me. It's really, it's so miraculous and I'm so grateful to be able to channel, which means, dear listeners, that I am very grateful to you and for you. For without you, I wouldn't be doing this. I can listen to, access, tap, Emerith and Aurelia from inside myself anytime I wish. They're with me always. As dear ones, they can be with you if you wish. You have only to ask for them and they can be with you. There are many hundreds of people who call on them, who uh, have a, their own relationship with Amaritha and Aurelia. And you're invited to do the same if you wish. For me to channel in this way, in, in this, uh, speaking this way, as Amaritha uh, says, 
is, uh, requires another out there listening. And so thank you for being there. We have much appreciation for you to hear us so that these words may be spoken and be made available to others that they may hear us. Ah. Now, extraterrestrial shamanism, one of the things I like about that phrase, and it just came to me, I didn't figure it out or think it up, it was channeled to me, I believe, by Amrith and Aurelia. It just appeared in my awareness, those two words, extraterrestrial shamanism. What in the world is that? And one of the things I enjoy about it is the inherent paradox. In an earth-based, which is the shamanism, extraterrestrial quality. And it, when I, when that first came to me in 2007, I googled those two words, extraterrestrial shamanism, just to see what would come up. And I found that no one was using those two words together anywhere, at least not on the internet. And I found many shaman and shamanic and shamanic schools, websites um, that popped up in that Google search because... In shamanic journeys, we leave the body. And shamans are described as those that bridge the seen world with the unseen world. So when we, when shamans, um, travel, if you will, out of body, when they are in the field of an awareness of the unseen, they're often, they leave the planet. Often. And of course, often encounter extraterrestrial presences. So the word extraterrestrial, it shows up in a lot of writings about shamanism and about different shamanic paths. An extraterrestrial presence is pretty much acknowledged, as far as I can tell, in that area, in that field, or in that um, particular collection of um, that the, of paths the shamanic paths. And indeed, in extraterrestrial shamanism, we do travel and encounter extraterrestrial beingness. The very first journey of extraterrestrial shamanism involves uh, returning to, going, going, going to your extraterrestrial place of origin, and you don't need to know where that is. In the shamanic journey, you're guided to just go there and be there. And this is defined by uh, our mystery school of extraterrestrial shamanism as the um, the place from which you, as an extraterrestrial, first decided, chose to become human. So this is the extraterrestrial place of origin from which you began to incarnate as a human being. The very first time from there. That's your extraterrestrial place of origin from our point of view. And we have a journey where people can experience their extraterrestrial place of origin. And there's a lot more to it. Um, but that's uh, the the journeys of extraterrestrial shamanism. There are 12 of them. And we have an, several sets of 12 journeys and programs that go along with them. 
There's another one called Living in Grace. And all of these journeys, they're designed to activate, attune, and actualize your 12-strand DNA. They're designed to accelerate and and bring opportunities for quantum leaps on your awakening path, on your path of awakening, and for some of you, on your path of ascension. And this is the these journeys have a powerful impact not only on our consciousness but on our physical bodies as well. Now, the journeys that we do in these radio programs every week, they're a taste, just a taste of the what 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 we offer, the kinds of the kinds of experiences that we offer. It's a little dip into it. Um and we hope that we find that you find them useful and helpful and um, supportive to you along your awakening path. So we're going to do a little journey, which is guided meditation, a shamanic journey, uh, on stepping into love. And as always, when we do these journeys. There is an intention, and this is how we're putting it out, that whatever from this journey pertains to you, that it arrive for you. And whatever does not pertain to you, it doesn't even get in. It, you can ignore it. It's not even, it's not even going to come into your field of awareness. That only that which is for your highest good be re- received by you in these journeys, in these experiences. And the other thing I wish to say about it is that, as is the case with any shamanic journey, if you're having an experience that's different from what's being said, what's being suggested, what's being spoken, go with your experience. These journeys, these guided meditations, they're designed to enhance your ability to have your own experience. And what's being spoken is merely a suggestion. It's a a way for you to navigate the journey, if you wish. And your own experiences will arise. Go with that. Allow yourself to have that. Because that's really what the journey's are for. So, dear ones, it is for you to bring your attention now to your breath and to simply notice that your body is breathing, breathing in and out by itself. You have only to witness, to simply be aware of your body breathing in and out. And as you bring your attention to your breath, you can notice or imagine that your breath is flowing in and out through your heart chakra, this energy center in the middle of your chest. And as you breathe in, there is love flowing in through your heart chakra. And as you breathe out, there is love flowing out through your heart chakra. And so, dear ones, as you continue to breathe in and out, you're breathing in and out through your heart, breathing the love in, breathing the love out. 
And as you continue with this, you may have thoughts arise and you can notice those thoughts and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. And as you continue breathing in and out through your heart, you may have feeling, emotion. And you can notice this and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. You may notice physical sensation, energetic sensations in the body. And you can notice these and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. And as more and more of your attention gathers on your breath as it flows in and out through your heart as love, you can notice beneath you the planet and the pull of gravity upon your body. And you can notice this as your connection with the planet. There is connection between your heart and the heart of Gaia, which is at the center, the very core of the earth. And so as you breathe in this love, it not only flows through your heart chakra to all of you, but also flows down to the heart of Gaia and on the outbreath, The love of the Mother Earth for you rises up into your heart. And so you breathe in and out through your heart, this love, and on the in-breath it also flows down to Gaia, to her heart, and on the out-breath it flows up into your heart from her. And as you continue with the heart breath in this way, your awareness of your connection with the earth does grow. And you can notice all around you the universe, and there is a heart to this universe. Similar connection between your heart and the heart of the universe, and so on the in-breath, as the love flows in through your heart chakra, infusing all of you, flows down to the heart of Gaia, up and out the top of your head to the heart of the universe, and on the out-breath, the love of the all that is for you flows into your heart to meet with the love of Gaia for you as you breathe out love from your heart and through your heart. And so you breathe in and out through your heart. And as you continue with the heart breath in this way, your awareness of your connection with the universe does grow. And as you continue breathing in and out through your heart, the end breath of the love flowing in through your heart infuses all of your other chakras. With this love, this universal limitless love that is flowing into and through your heart, it infuses all of your other energy centers as you understand them. And most likely some that you have no awareness of, but it is still happening. And so all of the chakras, all of the energy centers in your field, in all of your bodies, are infused with this love on the in-breath. And on the out-breath, this love flows out through your heart. 
And so you breathe in the love, and you breathe out the love. And so now, dear ones, it is for you to imagine. It is as if you are standing or sitting or lying, whatever position your body is in, in your heart chakra. And so you can allow for a dropping down now. Down into third chakra for you. In the solar plexus area. And it is for you to notice, is this comfortable? Is this uncomfortable? Is it familiar? Is it unfamiliar? You can notice this. As you continue breathing in and out through the heart. And the heart is infusing third chakra with love. You may be experiencing other sensations at third chakra, such as fear or anger, or a drive to express yourself, a sense of powerfulness or powerlessness. These are all possibilities. And so notice, notice what arises for you in your own third chakra area for all of your bodies, your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic bodies, all of this. Notice your third chakra experience and notice how with each in-breath, as you stand in your third chakra, as you be in your third chakra, you can notice that there is love pouring in from above, from your heart. And now it is for you, dear ones, to endeavor to step into love by allowing your focus of attention and orientation to shift into the heart, to shift from third chakra to fourth chakra. Allow this shift to take place. Most wonderful. And so now, dear ones, it is for you, once you have completed this experience, to allow yourself to drop down now through third chakra to second chakra, which is, you may think of it as the entire pelvic area, or at a point that is just below belly button. And in the center of your body, and you can notice as you are in your second chakra that you may feel a sense of connection, you may feel a sense of disconnect, you may feel a sense of abandonment, you may feel a sense of welcoming and nurturing. You may feel a sense of empowerment. You may feel a sense of feeling threatened. It does not matter. It is for you simply to notice your own experience in second chakra. And to notice that this love is flowing not only from your heart through third chakra, but also around it. There is love from your own heart infusing second chakra for you as you be in that. And from that experience it is for you, once you have noticed it, to allow your, your focus of attention, your sense of orientation to shift upward to the heart.
thus stepping into love from second chakra for you. And when you have a sense of perspective from your heart, being aware of third and second chakra, you can then drop down all the way to root chakra at the very base of the torso. And you can notice your experience there. Is there a sense of grounding? Is there a sense of ungroundedness? Is there a sense of satisfactory survival? Is there a sense of fear of not surviving? Is there a sense of urgency around having water, having food, having shelter, having physical comfort? Or is there a sense of lack in that place? It is for you simply to notice your own experience at root chakra, at first chakra. And as you are in that place, it is for you to notice that from your heart above you, through third and second chakras, there is love flowing to you, also around them from your heart flowing all around your second and third chakras, love is flowing to you at first chakra. And it may have the effect for you of easing fear of not surviving, of bringing sense of comfort, or it may intensify such experiences to remind you that even when you are in these places, you are still loved. You are always in each moment loved. There is much love flowing to you, for you, as you, through and from your own heart. This is occurring at all times. And you can simply be in for chakra and notice the love that is present for you. And when you are ready, you can then step into love from first chakra, from whatever your experience is, by allowing your attention to shift to your heart and allow yourself to be in your heart. To be in your heart once again. And to notice that love is flowing in with in-breath and flowing out with out-breath. That this flow of love is continuous. And when you are ready, you can allow yourself to rise up into your own throat. Your throat chakra. And you can notice your experience there. Do you experience grief? Do you experience gratitude? Is there an urge to speak or sing? Is there a sense of interconnectedness with all others? Or a sense of isolation from community? You can simply notice your experience in throat chakra. And you can also notice that your heart, your own heart below you is radiating love, is pouring love to and through and also around your throat chakra. 
And that this love, it flows in and out through your heart. It is available to you. And you can, when you are ready, step into love by dropping down into your heart and abiding there in the field of unconditional love as it flows in and out through your heart. And when you are ready, you can allow yourself to rise up, move through your throat chakra into the center of your head, to sixth chakra, third eye, at pineal gland. And you can abide there, in this presence, this sense of self. And you may have, there are many ways you can experience being in your sixth chakra. You can have vision and insight. You can become prophet. You can perceive through time and space. Or you may feel a sense of limitation in these areas, an inability to have vision, an inability to see. You may also be aware of a sense of self or a sense of lostness with regard to self. You may experience headache. You may experience release and relief from headache. These are all possibilities with Sixth Chakra presence. And so you can notice from this place, from the center of your own head, that your own heart is radiating love upward, not only through the throat chakra, but around it. And that with each in-breath, there's an infusion of more love. As this love flows... And you may experience a sense of acceptance of self, or you may experience a sense of heightened awareness of disconnect from self. It is whatever it is you understand. Whatever your experience is, this love is flowing to and through you and for you. And when you are ready, you can step into love by allowing yourself to drop down into your heart again. And to notice that the love is flowing in and out. And then when you are ready, you can rise up to your crown chakra. And you can be aware of being infused by love. From and through your own heart, flowing through the throat and third eye to you and also around them. There's a direct connection between your heart and your crown chakra, and this connection is a reminder to you of an openness to the all that is. And you can notice your experience in this place as well. There may be a sense of connection with that which is beyond your body. There may be a sense of disconnect from such. You may be aware of angels or you may be aware of a lack of them. You can notice this. And you can know whatever your experience is, it is being held in love and infused with love. And once you have a sense of this, you can drop back down. You can step into love by dropping back down into your own heart from your crown chakra. 
Then take in whatever time you need to complete this journey, recognizing, noticing that your heart and your heart chakra and the love that flows through it and from it touches every chakra, connects you with every state of consciousness, and that you have some ability to step into love, to shift to awareness of the heart from any state of consciousness, from any aspirance. This is a possibility. And so, dear ones, it is for you to return now to your awareness of your surroundings, of your body and your body breathing. Let go, let go, let go of all that you have experienced, trusting that your consciousness will do with it what you need to have happen. Most wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Amaritha. And Aurelio is in there too. And that was a most illuminating <laughs> and enjoyable and informative and helpful journey for me. And I hope that you also find it to be of value to you. And you can redo this journey and take whatever time you need at each stage of it. We went through pretty quickly because we don't have much time here. In fact, we're coming to the end of our time with you now. So, I'm preparing to step out of speaking here to you and to step into love, to step into love in my life, in my consciousness, and in all of my bodies, my physical body, my emotional body, my mental body, my energy bodies to step into love in all of my bodies, moment by moment by moment by moment. And so, dear ones, we thank you again for your participation in this. And so, until the next time we are together again in this way, we give to you our blessings and our love. <laughs>